Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and this is Series 3, Episode 110 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we begin, or continue our study, I should say, of this week's Come Follow Me uh, materials. Uh, we are in the week of April the 12th to April the 18th, covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 37 to 40. And today we're going to begin looking at uh, sections 39 to 40, uh, which cover the the case of James Coville. Now, James Coville, um, we'll have a little bit of background and context about him first, and we'll move into section 39. It says uh, in Revelations in Context, quote, Coville was recognised in, in Methodist circles as a steady and reliable man. By the 1820s, he had become a leader in the Methodist reform movement. The reformed Methodists arose to contest the worldliness they saw in entering the church when mainstream Methodism started to abandon the exercise of spiritual gifts. Before converting to Mormonism, Brigham Young, Wilford Woodruff and John Taylor, among others, saw themselves as reformed Methodists. In 1826, uh, Coville um, was named president of the New York Conference of the Methodist Society, a group of dissenting Methodists who brought together a number of small offshoots. He later served as book agent in New York City, close quote. So we know that um, James Coville was a pretty important person uh, in terms of the, Meth- the Reformed Methodist circle. Uh, he was dedicated to his faith and he was seen as, obviously, as it was just said, um, a steady and reliable man. But in January 1831, um, he attended a conference of Latter-day Saints in Fayette um, as the church was on its way out of New York, going to Ohio. It then says, quote, Cove was more impressed with the teachings of the church than with the call to move. In fact, he seemed poised to convert. He lingered a few days talking with church leaders and covenanted with God to obey the call to repent and be baptised. What's interesting here is that, you know, he was obviously impressed by the doctrine and the teachings of the church. And that was probably a good thing, uh, rather than being impressed by the call to move, that he recognised the, the spirit in what they were teaching. And as such, uh, he went uh, to to go um, and visit uh, with the prophet Joseph Smith. Uh, and a revelation came to him through the prophets about what his, his, he was called uh, to do. What we'll do now is we'll look at the um, the revelation that was given to James Coville uh, in Doctrine and Covenants section 39. Uh, and there's quite a lot of things in here. But again, the Lord is speaking to him uh, and introduces himself as the great I am, even Jesus Christ. Um, And then in verse six, it says, and this is my gospel, repentance and baptism by water. And then cometh the baptism of fire and the Holy Ghost, even the comforter, which showeth all things and teacheth the peaceable things of the kingdom. Um, We know that the the gospel of Jesus Christ is really ultimately a very simple thing. Uh, And that was what was, you know, the principal driver behind James Coville and his interest in the church, which is uh, a blessing to him. Uh, Harold B. Lee uh, said this, quote, In modern revelation, the true church has been defined as the church having the authority to confer the Holy Ghost, even the gift of the Holy Ghost, which gives to those who make themselves worthy the right to have all peaceable things of the kingdom revealed to them. This makes clear the meaning of the explanation made by the prophet Joseph when asked by a president of the United States, how is your church different from all other churches? The prophet Joseph Smith answered in one significant statement, we are different from all the other churches because we have the Holy Ghost. 
In other words, meaning that the principle of continuous revelation by the power of the Holy Ghost is a primary re- re- a pr- a primate requisite for the true church. Close quote. And as such, James Coville, this is obviously Peter's interest, and in verse 7 it says, And now, behold, I say unto you, my servant James, I have looked upon thy works, and I know thee. Um, the Lord is saying here that, similar to uh, Sidney Rigdon, that um, that James Coville was doing a good work, a work that was recognised and noticed by the Lord. But now, of course, you know he was being called to accept the true gospel uh, and to fulfil the work which, which the Lord had for him. Um, and in verse 13, it says, Thou art called to labour in my vineyard, and to build up my church, and to bring forth Zion, that it may rejoice upon the hills and flourish. And verily, verily, I say unto thee, thou art not called to go into the eastern countries, but thou art called to go to the Ohio. And inasmuch as my people shall assemble themselves at the Ohio, I have kept in store a blessing such as is not known among the children of men, and it shall be poured forth upon their heads. And from thence men shall go forth into all nations. Behold, verily, verily, I say unto you that the people in Ohio call upon me much faith, thinking I will stay my hand in judgment upon the nations, but I cannot deny my word. Wherefore, lay to with all your might and call faithful labourers into my vineyard, that it may be pruned for the last time. I actually read a lot more than verse 13 there. I read 13 to 17, but that's because there's a lot in there that was really important specifically to James Coville at that time. And and as we've said before, there are some verses in the Doctrine and Covenants which are maybe directly specific uh, to the individuals that are receiving them, and there are some that can be applied more generally. This is a very particular thing for James Coville. Um, The Lord, as with others, Sidney Rigdon and others, had recognised the work that he had done so far in furthering furthering the work of Christ, now he was being called to engage in the um, the last part of this disp- of this restoration, or, or to be part of this the last dispensation. And as such, he was being called to gather along with the saints to the Ohio, as they had all been called to do uh, three days previously in the general conference of the church, uh, which we discussed yesterday. Um, this obviously is a, an, a very specific call to him. Um, for us today, we've spoken about what gathering means to us and, and what that means in terms of, you know, what we're meant to do today. Um, but gathering, uh, once again, has been an important part of the Lord's work in, in many dispensations. Uh, in verse 22 of Doctrine and Covenants 39, it says, And he that receiveth these things receiveth me, and they shall be gathered unto me in time and in eternity. Not only are we gathering ourselves um, for today's world, for the gospel today, but we are preparing ourselves to be gathered in the eternities as well, to be part of a unified body of Christ uh, and to receive the, the blessings that are prepared for us um, in the eternities as well as as well as well in this life. Before we conclude our study session today, I want to go back uh, several verses in this chapter, in section 39 to verse 7, uh, sorry, in verse 8. Uh, which says, And verily I say unto thee, for thine heart is now right before me at this time. And behold, I have bestowed great blessings upon thy head. Now, as we kind of leave this um, study session today, I want you to remember uh, those words that are said by the Lord to James Coville about how his heart is now right before him at this time. And see what happens as we go into the next section, because as those of you that have studied ahead will know, uh, things do not quite work out as um, as could have 
as well as they could have done with James Coville. Uh, and so, yeah, make sure you tune in tomorrow uh, to find out a bit more about that and uh, look at the verses surrounding that. Um, but obviously, you've probably read ahead and may well know from your studies anyway. But uh, nevertheless, it is still uh, an interesting and important lesson that we will learn about the Lord's call to us and how we have agency uh, to act in that call. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow the podcast on the usual platforms. Uh, you can go to the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email session at gmail.com as well. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.